The U.S. will send 31 of its most powerful battle tanks to Ukraine. That's where we're starting The Seven from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Thursday, January 26th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. President Biden has committed to delivering top-line battle tanks called M1 Abrams to Ukraine. It's a big escalation of U.S. military aid to the country. Here's President Biden announcing the plan yesterday at the White House. The Abrams tanks are the most capable tanks in the world. They're also extremely complex to operate and maintain. So we're also giving Ukraine the parts and equipment necessary to effectively sustain these tanks on the battlefield. And we begin, we'll begin to train the Ukrainian troops on these issues of sustainment, logistics, and maintenance as soon as possible. European allies are also sending tanks to Ukraine. These deliveries could give Ukraine the upper hand against Russia. Both sides in the war are preparing for a potentially pivotal battle in the spring. Number two, Donald Trump will get his Facebook and his Instagram accounts reinstated. Meta made the announcement yesterday. The former president's accounts were suspended for the past two years after he praised rioters who stormed the Capitol on January 6th of 2021. Trump is running for president again in 2024, and this move will give him direct access to a large and important audience. Number three, California is mourning the victims of its recent mass shootings. At least 19 people have been fatally shot in attacks since Saturday evening. The first in Monterey Park, one in Oakland, then two others in the Bay Area on Monday. 11 people were killed in the Monterey Park attack. Most of the victims were Asian and in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. Yesterday, authorities said that the suspect didn't appear to know them. Officials in Half Moon Bay say that five men and two women of Hispanic and Asian descent were killed. The names and ages of the six of them were released yesterday. And San Mateo County District Attorney Steve Wagstaff announced charges yesterday against the 66-year-old suspect. We did charge seven counts of murder, one count of attempted murder. This is the highest number of charges of seven counts of murder we have not had in San Mateo County before. A case with one instance of seven murders at once. He is not a uh, citizen of this country. There's plenty of motive to run. For that reason, it was, to me, a very straightforward and simple request for no bail. The shootings happened at two farms, and the suspect worked at one of the locations. Number four. Backlash is growing over Florida's rejection of an AP African-American studies course. The state's Department of Education said earlier this month that the class violates a new law governing how race can be taught in schools. Yesterday, students and black leaders protested at the state capitol. They called on Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, to reverse the decision. He is undermining the rights of parents and students to make the best decisions for themselves. He wants to say that I don't belong. He wants to say that you don't belong, whose story does and doesn't get to count. But we are here to tell him we are America. That's Democratic Florida State Representative Fentrice Driscoll. Also, a civil rights lawyer at the protest threatened to sue. 
Number five, the U.S. has restored key protections in the largest national forest in America. That would be Alaska's Tongass National Forest. Yesterday, the Biden administration banned logging and the creation of new roads in 9.3 million acres of forest land. The rule goes into effect this week. This forest is vital for wildlife, like salmon, and for fighting climate change. It holds nearly twice as much CO2 as the U.S. emits from burning fossil fuels each year. Here's number six. Google will stop letting political campaigns dodge its email spam filters. The company introduced the controversial exemption last year. It came after Republican lawmakers blamed Gmail spam filters for crummy fundraising performance. Google's lawyers argue that the filtering policies aren't biased. The program should be phased out by the end of this month. And number seven, a bionic nose could help millions of people struggling with the loss of smell. The idea is to bypass damaged smelling cells by using a sensor. The sensor is attached to glasses or a wristband that could stimulate the brain through a receiver implanted in the skull. Nearly 15 million adults all over the world may have long-term problems smelling because of the coronavirus. Researchers said that it will take 5 to 10 years to fully develop this technology. And just like that, you are all caught up. If you need me, I'll be reading about the secrets to living to be 100 years old. You'll find the story in the link that's in our show notes. Is playing FIFA 23 on that list? I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow.